Jacob Jones. Whopper, 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 whopper. Junior dupe. You rule. Ben Yates. BK. Have it your way. You rule. I really hope Jake Brown's listening. This is the Valley Variety. Every Thursday at 1.30 on blazeradioonline.com. Hey, Ben. Hey, Jones. Do you know what time it is? What time is it, man? Uh, I'm, I'm having trouble seeing the clock. I'm, I'm actually going to stand up in the studio of ours. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and it check looks the time. Like, check it looks time. just about, ah. Uh, like two, I one. I think it's officially straight up 1.30. Oh, yeah. That's on right. this Thursday afternoon, this NBA trade deadline, this remarkable episode of the Valley Variety, my name is Jacob Jones. He is Ben Yates. I ask you once again, what's up, Ben? I'm absolutely fantastic. Fan freaking tastic, Jacob Jones. If that didn't because... wake you up, I don't know what is extended family from across the country. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening. See, everyone is listening today because we have been out on social media promoting this day. Yes, we have. Last week, I would say maybe two weeks because we kind of probably around two weeks. Kind yeah. of promoted it, saying it was going to be on the second. We lied. It's going to be today. Mm. Today is the day. Today is the episode you listen to. That's right. Because what we have today. Is not Tom Chambers in the studio because we've already recorded it with him. That's right. We have recorded Tom Chambers uh, in an interview with us. We're going to play it out live today. And then after we play it, uh, we're going to put uh, the full interview of Tom, just the 17 minutes of Tom Chambers, out on Spotify. And then after the hour show, we'll put out the whole hour-long episode. Yes. I So we're going to play the interview with Tom right now. And then after that, we need to get into the trade deadline because... Wow. Whew. A lot of stuff has happened. I cannot wait for that. Uh, Phoenix Suns are crazy right now. Yes, they are. Uh, and then we also need to talk about the Super Bowl. We have a Super Bowl preview as well. This is a long show. It's an hour long as it always is, but it's going to be very fast-paced because we got a lot to cover today. So we're going to start out with Tom Chambers right now. Welcome back to the Valley Variety. My name is Jacob Jones. He has been Yates. We have a very, very special guest in the studio with us today. The first unrestricted free agent in NBA history, Suns Ring of Honor member, Tom Chambers. NBA All-Star MVP from 87, right? That was the 1987 All-Star MVP. You guys' research is so, it's okay like so that? far. Yeah, yeah. Four-time right. All-Star? Four, yeah. 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 You, you know, I was actually looking up that All-Star game because yeah. I got curious. Jordan, Magic. Bird, Kareem, and Dr. J. Uh-huh. Also, MVP is the thirty. Did, did you say Magic? Yeah, Magic okay, was yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was the reason I was the MVP. Yeah. He had like how nineteen assists, right? Uh, he had a bunch. You know, we were behind by quite a few points there at the end, and uh, we made a, a, a big run. And uh, Rolando Blackman put a couple free throws in and put us into overtime, and we were able to beat him in overtime. I think it was the highest scoring All Star game. Like in history, up until when they started this new, we don't play defense stuff. <laughs> Before the whole injury, don't get yeah. anyone hurt. No, 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 no. All star games. All star games. Like just, yeah, Davis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now it's just a, a three point spree and no defense. You know, back then we we got after it. You well, know, I mean, twenty five hundred dollars extra for the winners was a big amount back then. Well, hey, you you had the most three pointers in that game. I did. Yeah, like, like two, <laughs> two for three. Oh, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you think about that. I was hot that game with two three pointers, yeah. and yeah. So what we're saying is like Dirk didn't change the game. You did. Tom oh, Chambers had two threes. It. Yeah, no, you yeah. three point lights out, sixty percent from three. You know. 
Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't shoot. If I shot one three a game, it was a lot back then. I really didn't. And the only oh, yeah. reason I started shooting threes was just to get people to come up on me and guard me so I could go dunk on them because they all backed off of me and and, uh, and, and and just kind of invited me to shoot then. So I became a good shooter, and guys had to play me honest so I could do what I like to do best, go to the rim. Well, and I'm, you, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the dunk because what everyone knows your career for, the dunk over Mark Jackson. I've been wondering, is that, was that personal? Was that... Because the highlight tapes I watched as a kid, that looked that looked pretty personal. Over, I had no problem with Mark Jackson whatsoever. It was personal with the New York Knicks. Um, they were the best team in the East at the time, and we were trying to be the best team in the West, and so we wanted to, you know, win that basketball game. It was like a, a one-point game at the time, and we needed the hoop. And I wasn't going to let Mark Jackson get in the way of me getting to the rim, and so I got to the rim and. Uh, and everybody keeps talking about it, like that's the only dunk I ever had in my career. You right. Know? <laughs> it's certainly, but it's special in this way. Incredible. Because you have you put his knee in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the gif on on Google. It's all over the the dunk the, the gif of you yeah. dunking over Jackson. But you have a, like a bronze statue of someone that someone made for you of the dunk over, like who made that? <laughs> Where did that? Oh come golly, from? I, I can't believe I don't, don't remember the artist who made it but when the Suns retired me in 97 they made two of them they kept number two and I got number one so there's two bronze statues out of there about I know it's about three feet high really cool I mean the guy did a great job back then we're gonna need to see one of those I know, we gotta, <laughs> and there's anyway, two of them is it still at your house is it, it is it's on your on your mantle somewhere it's, it's not on my mantle. It's right next to the bathtub in the bathroom. You know, it's in a very prominent place. Do you, do you, know? you sleep with it at night? Uh, I do not. It's very heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. And, I yeah. think so. It's pretty... Uh, it's, 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 it's kind of cuddly, right? Or... Just good uh, bathtub toilet. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. Are we serious in this show, or are we just no, going to be a smartass the entire time? <laughs> this is the most unserious show that you've okay, ever been good. a part so of. So I do not sleep with the hardware. I know okay. you sleep with hardware. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you know, there's it's, a, it's a tough truth. We, we also have poll questions that we put out on our Instagram and poll? Twitter, Tom. A poll question. You have a brass poll, too? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... He's trying to avoid it, but I want to make a poll question on Instagram. Was that personal, yes or no? No. I'm still going to have to ask the viewers. So you're thinking, you're, so it was a, po a personal between me and Mark Jackson? You said it was personal with the Knicks, so yes. it's 50-50 there. So. Well, no, it was personal because we needed a basket. Is that personal? That's good have enough. you ever scored a basket? That's good enough for me. And so the rec league, he's actually pretty good. He's talking he's, to the wrong guy. He's a nice straightaway in the rec league. So he, he, he went speechless, and that's not like him. So obviously he, <laughs> oh he's never man. scored a basket. Man, <laughs> I like how I'm the one that's not speechless now. This I started in middle school and it was a rough road for me. This, but this isn't about me, Tom. All right, it's, it's not about you. It's not about. Me. Well, I'm just glad it's I got you to me. stop speaking for a minute. That was awesome. I got. <laughs> hey, I got you to shut up yesterday. Remember that? Why? What did I do? When you showed up late. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I felt bad for a minute. It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, he really felt sorry. That's incredible. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you about Jerry Colangelo, the Godfather of sports here in Arizona. When you signed here in what was it, '87? First restricted free agent in NBA history. What did why Phoenix? What did Jerry sell you on when we come to the Suns? Well, I mean, the team had sold me the year before. I mean, we had played against them at the end of the year, and they had acquired you know Kevin Johnson and Tyrone Corbin, Mark West. I mean, they had Eddie, they had Jeff Hornacek. I just thought they had the makings of a really good team. They needed a power forward, and they had traded uh, Larry Nance to get those guys. So really, the big hole in, in their game was was the power forward position. Certainly good weather. You know, I'd heard rumors that if I signed back with Seattle, they had a bunch of forwards at the time that I, they may trade me somewhere where I didn't like it. 
And so it was just a great opportunity for me to be to fill the exact criteria needed to become an unrestricted free agent. And you know, Jerry came knocking, and he he you know he's the and he's like EF Hutton when he talks, you listen, you know. And, and we had a, a real early meeting the very first day we could do it. And uh, I knew um, I knew Paul Westfall. Um, I'd worked his camp before. He had the same agent I had, so Paul, you know, organized that. And so I got to meet Cotton and and, and Jerry, and we were down there in my agent's house. Uh, 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 oh my gosh, uh, Howard Slusher's house, and uh, they came in with a great proposal, and and uh, I just, I mean, they, they didn't have to do a whole lot of selling because I loved the Phoenix area. I, I loved watching what those guys did the year before when they were trying to rebuild the team, and I wanted to be a part of that. I mean, I, I felt that we could be really good. I didn't know we were going to be going to the Western Conference Finals like the first year, but you know, we were we were a really good team. Uh, one of my favorite stories that Jerry's ever told about it is that. He was at a meeting and David Stern was talking about unrestricted free agency. And this, but the Seattle GM and owner were there too. And he looked at him because they were at the same table or next to him. He said, you just lost Tom Chambers. Yeah, he looked at Barry Ackerley, and, and uh, I don't think he actually said it. I think he just kind of thought it when he looked up at him like, oh, <laughs> well, you just lost a power forward. We traded one, and, and, and you lost one. So, yeah, Jerry Jerry had that uh, feeling right away. He It's interesting that he knew right then in that meeting when they said you had to be on going into your third uh contract you had to be in the league what was it seven years I mean there was some criteria you had to meet and, and it was it was like it was written for me I mean it really was it was exactly what needed to happen for me uh, going into my seventh year to, to happen to be uh, you know unrestricted by the time we have I'd like to get into some stories we have a, yes, a really sure. crazy story from your son Skyler about Charles about Barkley. Barkley I'm not sure if he's told you but what was it I think you remember in a hot better than in I a hot tub I don't know whose house it was but in a hot tub Barkley from Philadelphia era, when your son was about five years old, he and another kid's player were in a hot tub with Barkley, splashing each other around, and Barkley ripped them by the shoulder, by the by the shorts, and said, "If you splash me one more time, I'm gonna rip your hearts out." <laughs> that was Philadelphia Barkley. <laughs> well, Charles is Charles. I mean, he he said he said, uh, and that would be funny to me. Obviously, to two children, it wasn't funny. They were, you know, they probably got quiet, like you, <laughs> yeah. like you for a minute. You know, somebody, <laughs> somebody takes something away from you, and you 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 know, you stomp around a little bit. But no, they, Charles was always a great guy. He was fun. He was entertaining, and uh, got along great with him. He can't help but rip into me whenever he can. <laughs> now I know it's a fun show. <laughs> it is. It's not. It's not a serious show. Like, well, how could you be doing it if it was? Uh, probably oh. a lot better right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious show. No. Oh, oh okay. So the only reason we're on live radio is because we're we're idiots. Yeah, that's right. There's too many. There's too many sports shows out here. Yeah. Too serious. Not too serious. That's why we call ourselves the Valley Variety. The ver- we put the variety in Dolly Variety. We also stumble on our words, Tom. Yeah, yeah, Dolly Variety? <laughs> like Dolly Parton? A Valley. Oh, Valley. Yeah. Valley Variety. You know, the, the Valley Variety. The Valley. You were supposed to wear your son's jersey today. Did you not? I know. It was in the, It didn't. Oh, I picked it up and it didn't smell too good. So I was like, oh, you know, okay. You know he plays you in NBA 2K? He play, Well, that's, if he wants to win, that's what you should do. He's, he, well, we were playing 2K the other day and I, and I picked draining. Tom Chambers. Because you're on one of the you're on the Phoenix Suns all time list on mm-hmm. NBA 2K. I've been told that even way back into Sega Genesis and all that. I mean, they used to let me, you know, jump from from uh, the three point line and, and shoot from the half court line, and and I was I was always good on the games. But have I ever played myself on a video game? No, not one time. Have you ever seen? Does it? Have you ever seen like an avatar of yourself on? I've seen a clip of me jumping from like half court and dunking. Is it yeah. is it accurate what you what you look like in the? 
And that is it. Uh, no. No? Not at all. I do want to, even more accurate, you're an 88 overall on the all-time Suns. Is that yeah, right? that's right. So, like, 99 is the highest. Like, LeBron and uh, Michael Jordan are 99s on the all-time Cleveland and Bulls teams. You're an 88 on the Suns. Is that accurate to you, or do you think it should be higher? Is that because that's the year I came here, or is that because I have no idea how to like, rate, how you rate somebody? That they, I'm the I wrong person either. to ask. You'd, you'd have I'm to just, tell me. Look, Ronnie2k does that when he asks about his video game. I'm just asking you. If I don't like, know. I don't know what that means. I I do know this that when people play me, they win. So yeah. I think I should be rated higher. <laughs> that's, so. that's actually true. <laughs> basically, basically, people put you as a B plus player. That's B plus player compared yeah. to what? Compared to Michael Jordan, apparently. I, I'm I'm just speaking for I'm what okay their ratings that. are. Okay. All right. I mean, you played in that era with yeah. You beat with them. Hey, MJ, MV, MVP of the All Star game against Jordan and Johnson Bird. They, come on, I had a good day. Good, <laughs> good day. I mean, the All Star MVP isn't too bad in that in that group of guys. The Tom Chambers era is what I want to call it now. Oh, that era. No, you know, I wasn't even supposed to be. I wasn't there. even supposed to be in the game. Really? No, I mean, you're the starter. I, 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 well, that's that's a good point, and 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 I'll tell you the story because you didn't do enough research. I was oh, a, I was a substitute because Ralph Sampson blew out his knee, oh. so I was invited in as an injury replacement. And since the game was in Seattle, Pat Riley being Pat Riley started mm. me, which is pretty ballsy when you think about. I wasn't even supposed to be in the game, and I'm starting ahead of guys that. Had been there, you know, times before, so right. mm-hmm. so I was able to get the start. But yeah, so, is there any fun so stories? Part, part of your facts are accurate. Gotcha. <laughs> is there any fun stories you got from being in that locker room with guys? I mean, MJ itself. You know, if you watch the Last Dance, you see all just the crazy stuff he would put guys through. Is there anything that? No, MJ it was it, it was just fun. I was just relishing the moment and enjoying the moment and being with these guys on my home floor um, in the Kingdom, which was you know big, spacious, and cold. Family was there, you know, fans were there. Um, but to be able to play with Magic, you know, run with Magic, because I was a runner, uh, you know, more than a shooter, I was a runner. Like you talk about Dirk, Dirk wasn't a runner. He was better in the half court. I, I, I ran and, and dunked for a living, led the league in dunks a couple years in a row. Um, so that's kind of my game. So when you get to play with a Magic Johnson who's pushing the ball, all I had to do was run out, catch, and dunk. And, and it, uh, I mean, it was uh, it was perfect for me, that type of a game. Uh, was really good. Now in that All Star game, Dr. J was his last All Star game, so they kind of wanted him to be the MVP. And the East was kicking our butts pretty good, and uh, that could have happened. But then uh, we made a big run at the end, and, and were able to win. I do want to talk about more recent news because I know the Suns have kind of been scrambling as a media organization behind it, and the Suns' general management as well has been scrambling because of Kyrie Irving yesterday. I want you to kind of at, like talk about. Kyrie, what he's doing with the Brooklyn organization, that doesn't, do you think that happened before, like in your era of play, have you seen players just start to request trades from organization to organization like Kyrie, Kevin Durant have been Uh, able to do? It's new, it's new stuff, you know, guys go in there and they sign one-year deals with an option and it's crazy. I mean, we used to, Michael Jordan era, my era, I mean, we stayed with the team, you know, and I left because uh, I thought that uh, I was going to be moved, but um, I'm not a fan of all of that. I mean, Kyrie's one heck of a player. You can't deny his skill set. He's as good as ball handlers I've ever seen ever in the NBA. Um, but I do I like that type of stuff. I think I don't I don't think it's good for the NBA. But you know it's kind of like we're calloused with it now because you hear about it all the time. You know just go ahead and move me. But with Kyrie, I just think it came because you know he wanted a max four year deal and they weren't willing to give it to him, and so he said okay well then you know 
let me go and I'll you know find somebody that will. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but there's not a whole lot of time. I mean, there's right. just a few days for people to decide if they're going to, you know, make a play for Kyrie or, or what the Nets, or Nets are going to um, even expect because um, he may not want to sign with you. And then what do you have? I mean, so you really can't give up a whole bunch for Kyrie if he if he's just what they call it, what, a three-month three month rental, if, if, if you will. Yeah, yes. And that's what I've been thinking about all this time. Like, you know, the Lakers want him, Mavericks want him, but... The Suns also have CP3, but he's only going to be here for a couple more years until he decides to retire. Well, putting that much money in one position, I don't know if that can happen. You know, I, I don't know how that would happen. I mean, that's, that's, that's a big thing. And even, even if you acquire Kyrie Irving, you still have to match that salary. So you've got to give up enough salary to match it to have him come to whatever team he goes to. So they're going to have to be taken on contracts. I'm sure they're going to want contracts that are expiring so they can start over fresh. But um, it's a, it, there's, a, there's a lot of boxes that need to be checked to make something happen there. Yeah, but the remaining time we do have, how much the NBA has changed in terms of, like, the expansion. And the, and you playing in Seattle for so long, obviously, them, them losing their team to OKC. If you had a, they had a chance to move a team back to Seattle, get that chance, should Seattle get that chance to have that? NBA fan base back there is that absolutely still there? It's a great fan base. I mean, when when they left Seattle, it was like, okay, don't throw a fit, don't sue anybody, and we'll get one back to you. Well, it's been a long time, a long time waiting. So certainly that'll be the the place that gets a team first. I would believe. You know, obviously people are talking about Las Vegas. You know, getting a team. Um, the teams that have gone there, obviously in, in, in hockey, have been very good. You know, football. Um, is getting the support. You worry about that being a you know kind of a, a migrant town or a team that just people just go to for you know for for special occasions. But there's there's a lot of, uh, of steady population there now. So, I mean, I, I think that would be a, a city. Even though they used to didn't like that because of the gambling, but now gambling is a huge part of the sport. So, mm -hmm. so now I, I think I think those are the two cities that make the most sense. Yeah. Is it fair to ask you to choose between Seattle and Phoenix? Right now, or what do you mean, Seattle or Phoenix? Like, which one did you have more success in in your oh, eyes? Phoenix like, by far. I mean, yeah, you went to a championship in in Phoenix. Well, no, but that's not that. I mean, I I was an All Star here three times. I mean, I led the team in scoring. Yeah. I, I was a I was All NBA two years in a row. You know, I mean, I was never All NBA in Seattle. Right. So so my years in, in Phoenix were as good as as it could be. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I was. I was at my best in Seattle. I had me an all-star year, and I loved my teams up there. When I first got to Seattle, it was the older guys: Jack Sickman, Gus Williams, and Fred Brown. And then it evolved to Xavier McDaniel and Dell Ellison, and we got good again up there. And that's why I was able to make the all-star team and and, uh, and be able to do what I did. But yeah, I loved Seattle. But you no, know, Phoenix is is uh, where I, where I made a name for myself. All right, we need to get you out of here, Tom, so you can get to your show with the Suns. And uh, you, well, you and just, everything you, else. You just you just went all robotic and uh, stuff. I, what hey, hey, I did, what do you? I, I just you know. It's, I'm just, trying to, it's just that hardware you sleep with that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> so like like we said, uh, Tom needs to go because uh, yeah, he has yeah. he's run out of time and uh, I, we've run out of patience. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you got oxygen after coming up those stairs. <laughs> hey, that's that's true. That's, that's a little shout out to Cronkite of getting the elevator stairs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kids. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so thanks, much, Tom. That was Tom Chambers. How about that, huh? <laughs> we got him. How we about did that? It. This is our our life now. Yeah. We talked to Tom Chambers. That's, I mean, that's still crazy. Like, how we just, like, what we just played. Like. Yeah. 
That's insane. It was like listening back on that, you know, you know how me and Tom, like, you know, we were talking trash to each other the entire time. But that, like, that's who he is. Like, you yeah. know, that's just not a personality he puts on a show. Like, Tom is who he is in real life. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to match that uh, personality to, you know, get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... what I wanted was on him on the show. And what we wanted was him on the show. Yeah. it's So we did it. That's just crazy. I mean, that's. That it's just ha- that yeah. just happened, man. That's just I mean, and speaking speaking of that just happened. That just happened. Last night we got. Let's get into it. I yeah. mean, that's let's, let's let's talk let's talk about this. Last night we got a surprise. We did. We were. Uh, I called the, you about this. To say the least, surprise. I was just playing games uh, at home with my friends, uh, and I get a notification, and I leave the Discord chat immediately. I turn off my TV. I'm mm-hmm. calling you up because Kevin Durant gets traded to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And there was no immediate package that we saw until they said Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, and four first-round picks, and one of them being 2023. So that's a lot. Like It's a lot of stuff for Kevin Durant. No, it is. It is. I mean, look, I mean, you get a guy like Kevin Durant, you have to expect to give up a lot of re- return. Right, and so obviously the package of Macau Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and then four um, first round future first round picks. Right. And like we we were talking to Tom so about all these all these trades as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what he said about Kyrie. Yeah, we recorded this before Kyrie got traded. Let's make that clear. The Tom Chambers yep. interview. Yeah, it got recorded before Kyrie got traded. I think it was a couple of days before. Uh, and did we say thank you to Tom yet? Did oh, we say, thank uh, you. If we have Tom, thank you so thank much. You You're again. amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Tom Chambers is amazing. We love you, man. Uh, that was fantastic. Come back anytime. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's I if mean, he wants to come back. But... I mean, why not a part two? Right? That'd right. Be. Right. Can you imagine? I mean, part... his initial response to us asking him was, "You want me to come onto your show?" With like five viewers, uh, three viewers. It was less. It was lowballing us. Oh, he was low. <laughs> he was lowballing us. He was like, like Tom, we're. We may be idiots, but we're not unprofessional. Uh, I love this guy. <laughs> that was just how fantastic was that? But um, but yeah, thank you. I mean, thank you again. That's all yeah, I can say. Thank about. you to Tom. Thank you to Tom, your son Skyler. Yeah, son Skyler Chambers as well. Yep. Uh, who was in that hot tub with Charles Barkley? Yes, that was the <laughs> the Charles story. Was Tom Chambers' son being uh, almost torn in half by yeah nineteen eighties Charles? Barkley. I want to know who the other player's kid was. Yeah, I want to know who, if that was like KJ's kid or like I don't know who else it could have been at the time. I wonder because that was, you know, Barkley was in Philly. Chambers was still in Seattle at the time. Yeah, should we have Skyler come on and explain the story a little? I'd love to have Skyler come on. <laughs> that actually we be... need Skyler Chambers. We got his number, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get two Chambers on the show. Oh, that'd be there. You go the, the Chambers duo. Yeah, the next episode we have is Charles Barkley. Just a disclaimer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that's not official, by the way. But people are gonna be like, I don't what? think Barkley even like, let alone Tom probably doesn't even know our own names. <laughs> <laughs> Away like, from uh, Yahoos. Yeah, he called us Yahoos a lot because there's another that's word. The ra- that's the radio friendly <laughs> version of what he called us. That is true. Speaking of radio friendly, there's a few things we had to censor out of the full interview. Mm-hmm. We will be putting the full interview in its entire glory. Uh, and that's the nice way of saying what he said to us uh, during the show. It was really hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest interviews that you'll ever listen to. 
So yes, we cut out a couple things because we had to make it radio friendly. Uh, but we'll put that out on Spotify uh, right below the recording of this full hour episode. It'll be 17 minutes of just titled Tom Chambers' interview. Yep. Uh, but going back, trade deadline, NBA, happened today. Mm-hmm. It is over. No more trades. We might see some buyout market moves like Pat Bev and John Wall might move around. Westbrook might move back towards L.A. for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. There's still buyouts that could happen. But for the Suns, you're losing Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson, the two guys that me and you personally, Jones, like we love. Mm-hmm. We love those guys. And now they're going on to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, look, you get a caliber player of Kevin Durant. Yeah. Man, you, I think away from trading a guy like Book, you're going to be okay with whatever you, really whatever you give up. Because in a in a few days, Kevin Durant's going to put on a Phoenix Suns uniform. Yep, and we're going to that home game. That and we're going to coming. and me and you and a group of friends are going to the first home game that Kevin Durant will play in Phoenix. Yep, and that's reality. That's reality now. It was even funnier. We can go up to Tom Chambers before the yeah, show. Yeah, we can go Wave say hi. hi to our good friend Tom and as, Tom Leanders. As he tells us to uh, to get a life. Yeah, to get a life and uh, get more viewers. Yeah, as we you know, hopefully we got a lot right I know, now. I, I mean, feel like we got a lot coming today. I hope we get some statistics soon. I'd like we to need some stats. On this I'd like one. to show Tom our statistics. Yeah, like, like you see top Tom showing Blaze or something. <laughs> we have fifteen viewers. Oh, That's right. Look at that. More than three. More That's than three. right. <laughs> For one, <laughs> two. two. Three. Take but, that, take that. Yeah, that's just I mean, it's it's crazy. It's I live in a, I'm living in a world right now where Kevin Durant's gonna come to the Phoenix Suns. It's like a dream. Like you're pinching yourself. It's a like he's coming to the Phoenix Suns. He's standing up. Hey, I'm standing up, he's coming to the Phoenix Suns. He's standing up, folks. He's he's standing up. Like he, this dream ended in July. He's getting intense. This dream ended in July. When, well, whatever happened with the Nets, well, he pulled out. He pulled out of the the trade uh, right. talks and said, "No, nah, I, I want to no, stay I'll with. Stay. I'll stay, stay around. With stay with my my pal Kyrie." And so, oh, he's sitting back down. I'm sitting back down. <laughs> that that kind of hurt my back. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but since then, it's been like, ah, well, you know, it's. And then the report came out earlier this week that that wasn't even a full minute. What happened to your back? It's uh, I got I got I got issues. <laughs> Are you okay? Like you not need really. a chiropractor? It's been it's been a long. It's been a stressful forty eight hours. It's been a stressful fourteen hours. Yeah, I've only gotten between the time KD got traded to Phoenix. Yeah, and right now, mm-hmm. I've gotten two hours of sleep. That's fantastic. Two hours of sleep. That's the Cronkite Nation right there. Yeah, that's it. That's a great nap. And that's not nap. even the grind of Cronkite. That's just like trying to contemplate what just happened. That's a great nap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love the Suns fans just more Suns fans just mourning Macau, and I understand. It, I yeah uh, I miss that smile. That smile is. It's gonna be infectious. Yeah. But I think when it comes to uh, April and May, as much as I love Macau mm-hmm. and his defense and it the didn't pr- translate in the, and the presence, yeah, it doesn't translate to offense. A guy like Cam, as good as he is, and I'm going to miss Cam a lot more than McCall, I think. What? And only because Cam is our secondary scorer. But you have a McCall jersey. Yeah. You were well, holding a funeral for him in class. That's uh, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> but 
Cam Cam just has that shot. Like he's sure. the. That's like I think that's why Brooklyn's gonna love him so much. Well, let's get let's move on to other. But trades. there's some other big trades that are. Yeah, we need to move on to the Kyrie trade to the Mavs. Uh, he's now with Luca. They haven't played together yet. Uh, Not yet. They were. But Kyrie has. Uh, he was on the bench or something. Luca was on the bench. Luca was injured, uh, and Kyrie was playing uh, in his place, which is uh, which is weird. You know, here's something I kind of want to mention: the East All Star starters. Mm-hmm. Two of them are now in the West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know how that's exactly going to work they gotta out. Fig- they got to figure that out. Do they just keep them in the East for the draft? I think, I think so. I think they have to. I think, well, you can't, like, redraft. There's not enough. I don't think there's enough East players right now. No. It, and right. the thing is, like, I think I mentioned this to you yesterday or it was someone else, but one through eight of the West – you look at them and you think, wow, those are contenders. Yeah. One through eight in the East, you can pick out maybe two or three that mm-hmm. might be contending. Yeah. And the rest are just there to be bait and food for the and lunch for the others. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I mean, it's a com- it's a contest in the West once again. Yeah. I mean, every team in the West just got yeah so much better. The yeah. West just fiended off of the East, except. <laughs> For the Grizzlies. Yeah, the Grizzlies didn't get much Grizzlies better. Grizzlies really didn't do anything, but it's okay because Jaw's still fine. Yeah. You think Jaw's still J- fine? Jaw's still fine. Let's check it on Jaw. Jaw, Jaw, if you're out there, how you doing, man? Right. You know what? I'll put that on the poll. Is Jaw okay? Ja still... Is Jaw doing okay? Wait, what was the exact quote from Jaw? He said, I'm fine in the West. I'm fine in the West? He was asking about the teams and... Or someone was asking gotcha. about the teams and... Gotcha. He was like, I'm fine in the West. I'm fine ja, in the West. Jaw, fine in the West. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All righty. Whatever you say. I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to believe him. I believe him. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to give you something called the benefit of the doubt. Y- you know. And I'll, and, you I'll, know. and I'll see you in April, pal. Uh, we also got from today, because those were the two, Kyrie and KD, Brooklyn Nets, they're all, you know, diminished. Ben Simmons now has the keys to the Brooklyn Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons oh, has the keys scary. to the Brooklyn Kingdom. That's scary. Uh, with Cam Thomas, who's been scoring forty points in three straight games. Whew. Yeah, no, uh, Cam is. Yeah, he's Camera Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Wiseman no uh, got traded to the Pistons today for Sadiq Bay, who went to Atlanta and five second round picks to the Warriors. So that was interesting. Those second round picks to the Warriors then got flipped over for Gary Payton and Kevin Knox. Yeah, and now we also go to what the Lakers and what moves they pulled off because Russell Westbrook is no longer a Laker; he's on the Utah Jazz. D'Angelo Russell is coming to the Lakers. Mike Conley is going to Minnesota. Uh, another Suns trade: Darius Baisley yeah, for, for Dario Darius Sarge. Uh, Bones Highland and Eric Gordon go to the Clippers uh, for John Wall, uh, going back to Houston. And then also going to the Clippers was Mason Plumley for Reggie Jackson, and the. From what Shams is tweeting out live right now, uh, right now, is that Reggie Jackson will be released uh, into the free oh, agency market. To, yep. Uh, also, another thing: Wizards are signing Quinton Jackson to a two-way contract. Who cares? 
That's <laughs> didn't even know how to say his name because I've never seen it before in my entire life. Uh, Pat Bev from the Lakers has been traded for Mo Bamba because Thomas Bryant was also traded from the Lakers to the Nuggets for Devon Reed. Yeah. So, yeah, things are crazy today. Yeah, to, I mean, say the least. Like, it's... There's so, like there's just so much. I mean, we're in class, you know. Right, and of course, there's a lot more. There's a lot of other trades I didn't talk about because they're not as impactful. And there's a lot of little ones, and there's a lot of yeah. But just the, I think the Brooklyn situation alone made these back-to-back trade deadline years mm-hmm. just the craziest we've ever seen. Brooklyn is literally making all the content for trade deadline. Yeah, <laughs> Woj well, and mean, Sham should be should be thanking the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, they should be kissing the feet of the. The GM of the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, yeah. First. You know, I'll, we'll put that all on the poll as well. Should uh, Woj and Shams be kissing the feet of the Brooklyn Nets GM? Of course. Absolutely they should. I also want to talk about, you know, how John Wall's going back to Houston. Because that, that is actually so upsetting. <laughs> that is really upsetting. It's really like the Clippers took him. Like, the Clippers eh, you know, are just. Like, no, I don't really want him. Clippers got better. I'll say the Clippers got better with Bones Highland and Eric Gordon with Mason Plumley. That's a great exchange for Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Green is also leaving Memphis for Houston, if I if I got that right. Yeah. Uh, but Danny Green's also coming off of an injury. Yeah. So that's a uh, you know, a lot of things going on right now, uh, and there's a lot of shuffle mode that we had to play in the middle of class because of all these trades going on. Because we also want to get into Super Bowl talk. We have a top five list to get to for top Super Bowl sides. Yeah. You know, because that's important to us as sports journalists is the top sides for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fellas got to eat, right? People got to eat. People got to eat. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, I also want to get into, you know, since the Super Bowl preview, we need to talk about the teams and what happens during the experience here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's hard not to talk about everything that just happened with the NBA because it all flipped up, up like all over the place. The last like twelve hours have flipped the entire course yeah. of what the show was gonna be today and what it is now. Oh yeah, and what we were planning originally was just you know Tom Chambers and the Super Bowl preview right after. Yeah, and we failed to think about how crazy the trade deadline might have been. I mean, I was I mean I was looking for. The you know the Kyrie situation happened on Sunday and sure. that was, and I think since then it was more like well all right well there it is and yeah but then Kevin Durant bam. I did not expect to be traded no that's not something I expected it's not something I thought would happen and there I don't think anyone in the league I thought you know KD talks were kind of yeah I thought it was just gonna be you like know? you know he sits there in Brooklyn I thought he kind of he'd he'd sit there and he'd kind of. He'd kind of mope with the the Nets, and they'd kind of blast into the end of the year, and then he'd go finish career his career somewhere else. And but I thought Kyrie wasn't going to be moved either. It didn't look like it. It it. I thought it was just going to be negotiating a contract again. But you think about that relationship now, right? Of KD and Kyrie, man, got to be just so so broken and so destroyed. Also, Jay Crowder is now on the Bucks. Yeah, you like that. I do. Jay Crowder's gone. Yeah, so have fun with him. He hasn't played basketball in nine months, so you have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> when he falls down after a three, you and, and you get you get mad and you wonder why he's doing that. And don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. 
Yeah, you guys do this to yourselves. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, have fun getting him a Eastern Conference Finals ring. <laughs> He's got a lot of Jay Crowder hate in here. Nah, it's just it's a lot. Jay Crowder, a Phoenix, lot. Uh, Phoenix Suns legend, Jay Crowder? No. Or? Okay, very good. No. Oh, by the way, people on Slack, just because he was on the finals team does not mean he is a Phoenix Suns legend. Valley Oop. That is not. Uh, he did the Valley Oop. Okay, yeah, well, a lot of people did the Valley Oop. It actually was just two people. A book but. threw a block. Campaign was in the right spot. Aiden put it in. And Jay Crowder, nice pass. Monty coached it. I could go on and on. The the guy in the crowd that that, that was filming the video. Yeah. That was all was him, Encouraging man. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bob Smith. Bob good, Smith. Good job, Bob. Proud of you. You know what? Uh, I love doing poll questions that mean absolutely nothing. Good job, Bob. Yes good job, no? Bob Smith. Valley Oop. You're the reason we went to the finals, Bob. No, I'm going to alter that now. You take pride in that. I'm going to alter that poll question now. Is Bob Smith the reason we went to the finals? Yes or no? Yeah. There ain't no finals without Bob Smith. There's <laughs> 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 the finals without Bob Smith. No finals without Bob Smith. No finals without Bob Smith. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> no finals without Bob Smith. Uh, who's Bob? Bob Smith. Okay. No, uh, I've, did I offend you? You don't know who Bob I Smith. think I offended him. You don't know who Bob Smith is. Uh, okay, Super Bowl. We got to get into the Super Bowl preview. <laughs> That's where we go. Yeah, here's where we're going with this. We got 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, we do. We're talking about the Super Bowl now. Uh, yeah. We got Kansas City and the Philadelphia Eagles. We have been all it's been destroying the city of Phoenix already. You know, with traffic and mm-hmm. tourists and tourists and traffic and more tourists and, and tourists and tourists. And more tourists. Tourists, guys. You guys are such bad drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought Arizona drivers suck. Just wait until the tourists come here into Phoenix. This ain't Missouri, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're in Arizona, friend. They start acting like it. So I got a lot of you got a lot pent of up frustration. These tourists, huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. They're, I don't know what's going on with you. They're getting on my nerves. <laughs> Do you do you want to present the uh, top five sides for the Super Bowl? Yeah, let's do it. So who Super starting? Watch party? You want to start? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll I usually do start, you again. So. We we do five, five, four, and four and upward. Yeah, okay. Okay. You go ahead. Uh, oh, start okay. I'll go it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Number five: barbecued meatballs. Oh dang! Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I know. Go. What do you got for number five? Number five of your top five sides for the Super Bowl. I've had in a while, but it's a classic. Give me the mac and cheese balls. Ooh. <laughs> Cheese balls. I like that. I like it. I like, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. This is going this is going well. Uh number four. Pigs in a blanket. Oh. oh. Pigs in a blanket. Okay. You had to you had to let me know if this counts because I've been I've been contemplating this for yeah, yeah, yeah. a minute. But nine, number four is the seven layer dip. Ooh, that that counts. That counts. That counts. That what very well counts. We're talking dip. Seven layer dip. Yeah, baby. All right, so that was five and four. I'm going number three now to a classic. If you don't have this at the party, you're doing something wrong. It's the infamous vegetable platter. Oh. You know, the carrots, the ranch, the tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, the cold broccoli that no one eats and is left over <laughs> and thrown in the garbage. It is a classic at you're Super Bowl right. parties. Man, you're going to love my number three. Yeah? Give me the veggie tray. Ooh! <laughs> At number three, it's a perfect middle. It's a great middle grounder. It really is. Middle man. All right, number two. Number two, I got the uh, queso cheese dip. 
you got the cheese dip with the chips, mm-hmm. or you can put some diced apples to dip in the cheese as well. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. For my number two, give me the jalapeno poppers. Ooh. Yeah, the jalapeno poppers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are classics. Yeah, man. All right, uh, we got the number ones. I got some mozzi sticks, the mozzarella sticks. Mozzi sticks. Now, we were debating this, but... I think on its own it works pretty well as a side, yeah. As a as a full course meal, but by design, it is the king of all sides. Oh, okay. It is the buffalo wing. The buffalo wing. I count that as a main. That by definition, buffalo wings go on the side of the pizza. Okay. Well, I I, I don't even have pizza. I just do wi- buffalo wings. It's the main course. Okay, and we can go I, on pizza. We did pizza you last know, year. No, I, I I like it. I like buffalo wings being number one because that's transcending everything on my list is the almighty buffalo wing. Yeah, you know the the meatballs were good. Were a nice touch. Yeah, the barbecue, the barbecue meatballs. meatballs. I yeah. didn't even think about that. Hey, the pigs in the blanket too. Yeah, if you go to Michael Dave's house, you can do the New England clam chowder. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's that's. And you got. Oh, yeah, the seven-layer dip, The seven-layer dip. Was, that was different. Yeah, man. We didn't put nachos. None of us put, we got dips, so we didn't really put, say nachos. Yeah, nachos kind of go hand-in-hand with dip. Yeah, because so I dip. got queso cheese dip. With and queso you got, cheese. You got so, seven-layer, so. You know, we the veggie tray, though, that's a, that's probably our first agreement on a top five list so far. They, I love that on. we both met in the middle with the veggie tray. Well, yeah, veggie tray had to at be num- up at in number the top three. three. Top yeah. three veggie tray, man. Yeah. No, Even though you throw out, like, half of the things you buy from it. Yeah, I mean, as long as you don't eat like the broccoli, it's like. I mean, the cauliflower, like, and then you get the ones with uh, like cauliflower in it. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's useless, useless things that you can do without is the cauliflower and the veggie tray. Oh, we're gonna go back to things we can't, we can do without. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can go down things that. We can ra- do without. We can go down that rabbit hole again. Yeah, what what else is in that veggie tray other than tomatoes and, and tomatoes? And you got the celery, yeah, you got and, the carrots. But that thing, that big thing in the middle, that big thing of ranch. Oh yeah, you got a whole tub of it basically. You got the, the ranch on one side. You got the like a blue cheese on the other. On yeah, the other. but that also like the ranch is the thing that gets absolutely consumed. Mm-hmm. It's like Kirby came by and just inhaled oh, yeah. all the ranch away. No, it's not even fair. I, I, I licked the tray after the ranch is like almost gone. Do mm. you? Do you not? Am I? Um, did I say something really uh, upsetting there? I don't know. It's just that that kind of threw me off. It's ranch. Yeah. No. 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 I, I get it. I get it. But do you dip buffalo wings in that veggie tray ranch, or is that just me, just to cause chaos? I, I don't dip. I, I pour. Oh, on. oh, you pour the because dipping's a lot of work, man. Dipping, you dipping's gotta... work. Yeah, I mean dipping. So you, pour, but pouring on seems like a, also arm work. You have to pick it up constantly, the same ranch, and then eventually you'll run out when you can just keep dipping. Yeah, but then you want to. You don't want to double dip, and that and the. Well, du- what do you do with ketchup on fries? Well, ketchup on fries is different because fries themselves don't are usually like dry. Wings are usually unless you get dry rub. Yeah, that's true. Or by definition, unless you get like loaded fries. Yeah. No, you got you got a fair point. I don't know. I mean, ketchup on fries just not on hot dogs, man. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Uh, we get, adults don't put ketchup on hot dogs, bro. Adults don't put ketchup on hot dogs. That is correct. You're gonna make me really busy with these poll questions today. Let's get this. Uh, is there is there a game going on in Glendale on Sunday? On Sunday? Yeah, isn't there like a game going no, on? No, I I don't know what you mean. Like this it's like, Sunday, it's like some college football game or something. College, yeah, it's got to be like probably pickleball. Is it? Is, is the Pro Bowl this weekend? Uh, no, no, is no, that I don't last think weekend? so. And who would watch it anyway? Yeah, no, no, no. I feel like there's something going on this weekend though. 
In Arizona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen some signs for it. I just can't think of the... No, the I can't na- think of the name of it either. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a superb owl. I think it's a bowl. Like, you know, a big old bowl of soup. Yeah, yeah, That's what I'm thinking it is. I was thinking that too. I was... I'm kind of hungry for soup. But yeah, yeah. Like a superb owl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> superb owl? And now the only question is who? Who is the superb owl? Who? 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 You get it? Can I just say Super Bowl? Oh, I'm driving myself crazy just doing this thing. This is a really bad bit. Ah, okay. <laughs> that owl joke went over everyone's heads. It, no, it went. It didn't go over my head. I was saying who? <laughs> who? Who? Uh, the Super Bowl experience. We went to the opening night, both of us, uh, different uh, parties that we had. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, saw each other from across the arena, but you know who we saw throughout the entire time? Mama Kelsey. Yeah. Good for her coming out, supporting the Suns. Yeah, Travis and Jason Kelsey's mom. That's got to be tough, right? I yeah. mean, Jason on the on the Eagles, and then Travis on. Who do you cheer Chiefs. for? Who do you cheer Tal- for in this situation? I mean, they both got a ring. You got to pick sides, though. They both got their own. Right. Well, I think it's easier now that they both have rings. Or does that make it harder? Uh That makes it almost harder. I don't know. I don't know. I think this is actually a really tough, a tough one for her for Mama Kelsey. I hope she does the coin toss. I've seen I've seen that going around. Oh please! We need Mama Kelsey to do the coin toss. Oh, if she doesn't, then I don't know what. Who else is gonna do the coin toss? Super Bowl oh, legends. Although they asked they asked her some questions about the her two sons, uh, that led me to believe that she actually likes Travis more than Jason somehow. Oh yeah, they were doing the contest. Yeah, the, uh, it was like uh, which one eats more, and she put Jason, uh, and then which one's Mama Boy, and she put Travis. So it made me believe that she thinks Jason's fat and Travis is the love like the love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, damn. But yeah, you're right. Well, no, I'm just saying that's what her mom. That's what the mom did. Yeah, no, you know? I know. I know. That's what she did. No, I understand. I'm just I... translating what she did. Yeah, no, I... I'm putting it in simple terms. No, I was thinking the same thing though. No, I'm. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, I'm just the one blunt enough to say it. I mean, yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want me to say it? I'm like, yeah. 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 Oh, she likes Travis more. Are you okay? Not so this again. My voice cracked. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing. I don't need water. Good. Good. I just don't. I, I'm. You know, I got you. Yeah, yeah you got me with that one. No. Okay, let's go into the oh, game itself. The Kansas City yeah. Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. 4:30 kickoff on Fox. Blah blah blah. All that good jazz. Interesting game because the be- the two best team in the NF- two best teams in the NFL are playing the Super Bowl. Yep. And pretty evenly matched. I mean, when you look at it on paper. Yeah. And I going into the opening night, I wanted the Chiefs to win for a simple reason. Phoenix. Phoenix and the safety of the the city. Sure. For the safety of Phoenix, Arizona, I yeah. wanted the Chiefs to win. Yeah, that's fair. I went into that opening night thinking the Eagles fans are the worst. Mm-hmm. The worst fans possible. To be rampaging our streets. Yes. And then I experienced the opening night. And I've Chiefs sat, fans? I sat around Eagles fans at one during the first half when the Eagles came out. I sat during Chiefs fans during the time when the Chiefs came out onto the stage. So I got two tastes of both experiences. First of all, first of all, let me make this very clear. The Eagles chant is a bop. E A G L E S Eagles. Yeah, you know it's it's catchy. Fly, Eagles, fly. You know, the song isn't that good, but the chant at the end is... is oh, no, the song is fine. It's terrific. The song is great. 
because it's better than what the Chiefs fans do. You know, you're right. The most racist chant they could probably come up with. Yeah, the tomahawk shop. During a very inappropriate time, too, when they're in Arizona at a time in which Arizona sports are advertising greatly on Native American tribes in the surrounding area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... And at the time, too, I mean, it was... You talk about bad timing. Uh, at the event, yeah, they had... Native American tribal yeah, dancers. Yeah, the, fam- the family that came out and, d- and do the dances yeah. for ASU basketball halftime and Suns halftime sometimes. Yeah, I know like, they do it all the time, but yeah. Chiefs fans. So that was a good time for the Tomahawk Chop. Yeah. Y'all got to learn some time in that, And that's not even on the news. That's, that's, that's what's frustrating me. That's not on the news anywhere that I can see. No, I mean. It's not, it's not nationally enough. Like, Chiefs fans, you got to. I know it's not all of you, but y'all got to rein it in. Y'all got to figure that out. I mean. Because, like, do you guys not remember the the Washington Redskins at all being a team? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, that... Do we not learn our lesson from that? Right. Do we not learn from our past? Maybe maybe they don't. And so, what I'm saying, Jones... Sure, sure. Is that I want the Eagles to win. Yeah, I want them to win. No, I agree. I... Graystill, Pizzo, Jackson, Webster, you're welcome. I want the Eagles to win. (laughs) Shout out to the Blaze members who actually do support the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because I don't know who I want to win. And that's the thing. And that's because I'm still 50-50 on Chiefs-Eagles. Where do I – I, I could really go either way on either team. Yeah. But Monday night showed me something. That even though Eagles fans might be destructive – and even though the Cronkite students might make a video not naming names <laughs> of where to climb the light poles in Phoenix, and though you may just have the most annoying fan base on planet Earth with your wings and your stupid mascot. And, and the Batman capes. And the Batman capes, yep. and you name it. No, no, now we're naming names. No, but, no, there's, there's a few more that do Batman capes, too. Yeah, so. okay. Oh, is there? Okay, well, yeah. there you go. At least you're not with the Chiefs, do. Yeah, at least you're not tomahawk shopping. And for that reason... I am 51% Philadelphia Eagles. 51%! And Super Bowl 51%. 57. 51%. Let's give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. 51%. Yeah, 51%, man. I, that, I'll take it. I'll take it. And I, I kind of want Phoenix to be burned out. 49% I see what looks racism like. for you. Gotcha. That well, you put it like that, and I'm like, I mean, no. 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 No Kinder Bueno. No. No Kinder Bueno. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's the best part of the show. Yeah. Now, there's another problem I have to I have to address. Okay. Well, the beautiful people at NFL memes have released the script. They released the script of Super Bowl Fifty Seven. It was a 34-37. And if that is true, and if by the end of the Sunday night it is thirty-four thirty-seven, the NFL is rigged. The NFL is rigged. The NFL is rigged, man. Because if that's the final score of that game, you cannot tell me that the NFL is not rigged. The NFL is rigged. It already is. It's script writing. Yeah. Yeah. Script writers. But that, just that that photo of the, the NFL stats page of that final score. It's an interesting stat for you is that actually it's the uh, the most hot, the highest bet on DraftKings, I think right now for it's Super thirty-seven, Bowl, thirty-four. It, like for, like just a for the score bet for the total score, like for the exact score, mm-hmm. it is thirty-four, thirty-seven. Eagles win. I mean, that sounds about the that, most bet. That sounds about right. Two yeah. pretty good offenses. But it's also because of 
the script getting leaked. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> speaking of now, whether or not we are a betting man, there are some bets that we need to. There are some bets on on the uh, the outlets where you can legally bet on. Oh yeah, the NFL. Octopus. I'd, I'd like to go over this one called an octopus. Octopus, which is where a receiver catches mm-hmm. a touchdown, a two point conversion, uh, like on back to back plays or something. That's called an octopus in the NFL. Yeah. That's one. I kind of want to know why. It's it's a. I couldn't tell you. I, Do you I, know you don't know why it's called an octopus? Octopus. They probably just. I like really want to know why. That that'd be a great. Where's a remember that show Mythbusters? Yeah, Mythbusters. You guys with the guys yeah, with the yeah, beard. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll look it up while you keep rambling on. Give me a second. Okay. So you're gonna talk about rambling. <laughs> okay. But um. I'm just, I'm just giving you a spotlight. Yeah. No. No. I appreciate it. No. I'm, I'm appreciative. It's my appreciative voice. It's my appreciative voice. <laughs> The other bet is the wonderful Chris Stapleton is singing the national anthem. Ooh, it's going over. And he is going way over. Way over. He has an eight-minute rendition of Tennessee oh. whiskey. I figured out why it's called an octopus. Got eight points, you know, eight, eight oh. limbs on an octopus, yeah. Oh, I like it. Although that doesn't... I like it. Still doesn't make sense because that means like any two point conversion could be just called an octopus at that point. Yeah, but no, I mean, uh, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I agree. I mean, the player got eight. The player itself got eight points. Yeah, I mean, so that's, I, I'll give it. I'll give it that. Yeah, and that's the, that's the genuine purpose of the name. I got to think of the other fun bets. Oh, another bet you can bet on. The coin toss. The coin toss. Heads or tails. Yeah. I don't believe in tails never fails. You don't? No. Tails I am Tails doesn't fail. I am heads for the win. I am I am personally doing heads Okay. For the uh win there. Gatorade color. Gatorade color is really awesome, yeah. I think this this year's options are are um orange, red, and uh green. Obviously for the the teams. Sure. And then there's like a blue in there, in just case, you know. Well, blue was the Rams last year. Blue was the Rams. They had, they had blue last year for the Rams. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, there's a flyover. How many over under three and a half jets in the flyover? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna a lot take, of good bets in the Super Bowl. I'm going to take the over on that. I'm going to do a, a four jet rotation. Four jet? Yeah. In Arizona, you think there's going to be four? Well, yeah, yeah. I guess when you got like uh, in Prescott, you got some some na- some uh, flying academy out there. So yeah. At, uh, you might be able to get by with that. Trying to think. There's a few other ones. Um, obviously, you can do like the first player to score. You can do that. But this is the Super Bowl, man. Actually, gotta have fun. I just remember we didn't talk about this yet. The first player, just because you spoke about that, LeBron James. Oh. He passed the scoring title with Kareem. Yeah. I don't know why we're skipping past that. Oh, man. Thank you for bringing that up. That was I monumentous. Have, I would not have. I don't know why we I would completely not skipped over that because we had Tom, we had trade deadline, we had Super Bowl. No, I had the last five minutes of whatever. Yeah, that we'll, was. Wait, we'll take what we can get. That's true. I mean, me and you both talked about this already because we watched it together at my at my place. LeBron, the goat, not the goat. I'm pretty sure that scoring title puts him over the edge. I agree. Because no, I, I was I, I was once conflicted before the scoring title. I was. I was Team LeBron, but I could I could see the argument for Jordan, but yeah, now no. it's like, yeah. Well, when yeah, you hold the LeBron. scoring title, it's hard. What what's the argument for Jordan? Right, and there all the Kareem people who you know, yeah. who people who you know liked Kareem as the goat. 
Mm-hmm. Now switch over to LeBron because he just passed the torch. Yeah. No, it's or the ball at half court, but yeah, <laughs> right. It was the torch, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be doing that. But <laughs> torch. But yeah, no, he's he's well deserving of the of that uh, recognition now. Yeah. And I personally, after what was it? It was Tuesday night, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the GOAT. Because doing that well over a long period of time, he's 38 years old. He's 38 years old. And he's LeBron was on the Wizards. At, or not LeBron. MJ, <laughs> MJ was on the Wizards at yeah. 38. Well, and he was still doing good on the Wizards, yeah, too. Yeah, but I, not like No, not like LeBron. This, no, not this like is this. unseen unlike in sports. Right, someone like the Tom Brady is of the world, where you can play to forty six, and but LeBron's just superhuman, right? And also eighty for Brady. We saw eighty for Brady. We 80 got for a Brady. left. We watched that. We got to talk about the audience, man. We got to talk about the audience because eighty for it's Brady. We good. went to the movie. It was me, you, and Jake Brown, and we thought it was the movie theater would be empty for us. And then we looked down, and two elderly women walk in to the theater, to the theater on scooter or on walker. Yeah. Uh, and they sit in the very front row, and the movie is about four elderly women going out to watch the Super Bowl uh, 51 with Tom Brady and the Falcons. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a and really funny experience to see those two it was just up great. there. I mean, it was a great movie. Uh, yeah. The, the, I don't want to spoil anything, but... Right. But you need to go see it. It's kind of it's really funny. Yeah, no, it's it's great. There's there's a lot of funny it's, jokes it's a, in there. There's a it, lot of, I wouldn't say it's a must see in the theater, but it is a must see. I think just a must see in general. You gotta watch it eventually. Sally Field and Sally Field, Lily man. Tomlinson and They were all great. Um, Tom it was a Tom Brady movie made by Tom Brady for Tom Brady. <laughs> Produced by Tom Brady. And a miracle story about Tom Brady. Yeah. Man. <laughs> he may be retired, but he's still yeah. selfish. Speaking yeah. of retirement, before we have time. <laughs> The final scene of 80 for Brady is yep. them chilling on a, on a beach. Yep. Which just happens to be the same beach. The same beach he retired on. Yep. The retirement video. And we got zero time left, but that is correct. What a way to end it. He ended it on the same way that he ended his career on a beach. <laughs> as we end this in the Bill Austin Radio studio. That's right. Thank you for joining us for Tom Chambers and everything else today. That is us, the Valley Variety. We'll see you all later. Fly with Sly. Jacob Jones. Yeah, we got a special guest from the wet man. The rain has come. <laughs> wet man. <laughs> A.K.A. Stephen Curry is finally coming back to Phoenix. Ben Yates. Let's put that on the poll. Did you receive a special gift from the wet man? The wet man. Yes or no? <laughs> this is the Valley Variety. Every Thursday at 1.30 p.m. on BlazeRadioOnline.com.